Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Let's go straight to the scriptures. We're going to read from Luke chapter 9 and we're going to start in verse 57. And it says, As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I'll follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another, he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. What a complex passage of scripture. What a complex passage of scripture. And yet it speaks deeply to our lives. And there are many things we probably can take from it, but I want to just take one thing from it for our reflection today and, and for our prayer throughout the day. As they were going along, someone comes to Jesus and says to him, you know, I'll follow you wherever you go. And Jesus says, well, I don't have anywhere that I stay. I don't have anywhere that I stay. He said, you know, others do. He said, like, the fox has its holes and the birds has its nests. But for me... I have nowhere to lay my head. And why was that? Because Jesus came, was very clear about the mission that the Father had given him. And the mission that the Father had given him was that he was to, uh, that he was to proclaim the kingdom of God. And so he kept traveling, going to the next town, the next town. And he says, for this is why I came. Now, so he effectively, this guy says, I'll follow you wherever you go. And he says, well, can you follow me when there is nowhere to be. You don't have anything. You don't. This is what I'm called to do. Another person said, uh, uh, he, to another person, he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. And Jesus said uh, to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Now we can stop and go, well, that's a bit harsh. If your father's died, surely you should bury your father. And I think Jesus would say that as well. I think Jesus is getting at a far deeper thing here than just the actual action. I think what Jesus is getting at is, are you doing, are you, are you doing what God has called you to? Are you doing what God has called you to in your work, in your place where, in your place where you live your life? Are you, are you in the place that God called, has called you to be? But it's for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Because when we go and do what we're meant to do, when we build great businesses, if that's where we're working, if we're a great manager, if we're a great worker somewhere doing our work, if we are wonderful in the place where we are retired, if we, have, if, if we are great towards family, friends, people in our community, by our very life, we are proclaimers of the gospel. And occasionally we can even use words to tell people about God. Jesus is saying to this man, in a sense, are you doing what the Father put you here to do because you can proclaim by your life. That's why all of you, so many of you are proclaimers of the gospel and you don't work for church. What you're doing is you're working in business or you're working, you're working somewhere else or you're at home with your family and your friends. And sometimes you can't talk about Jesus, but your life is proclaiming Jesus because you are, in a sense, the carrying the presence of Jesus. You're carrying the Holy Spirit with you everywhere you go. It goes on and it says this, and another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. And Jesus said, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. 
But no one who puts his hand to the plough is fit for the kingdom of God. In those days, the way they would plough was behind the, the cow, the bullock. And they were on their plough. And the way they would draw straight lines and go up and down is they would look at a certain spot in the future uh, in, in, in front of them and they would go towards that. And when they turned around, they'd look at a spot and go towards that. But if they turned around and started to look in different ways, well, guess what would happen to the plough? The plough would go off. In other words, what Jesus is saying is, put your eyes on me. Put your eyes on me. Do what I've called you to do. Put your eyes on me. Surrender your life to me. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I will look after you. I'll provide for you. I'll provide a place for where you are to be. It's just a fabulous and a very challenging scripture to us. And I, I, I read all of the mail that you send. Just thank you so much that you do. I read the, the many emails that people privately send that you can send to our contact uh, number on the on, on the page if you don't want to write it in the comments. But I read all the comments, the emails that we get. And there are so many of you who are blessing me by your life of faith and by your journey of coming back to the God and, and putting yourself in a place where you would be able to say, if Jesus said this to you, I am the person God's called me to be right now. I'm doing what God's calling me to do right now in the midst of my life. And I've got my eyes on Jesus, exactly where he's called me to be. I think many of you are in a great place. And I would encourage all of us to keep in that place of being faithful to God in our life. Well, as we finish today, I want to ask you, as I do regularly, if you would remember us financially, uh, would you give? Now, you've got to remember that giving is, an, is a sacred act. Now, most people think around uh, that when you're collecting money, it is all about just donations, and it's not. And if that's what you think it is, then I would strongly encourage you, I strongly encourage you not to give. It is an act of worship because when we take our substance and we say, I will have a little less, I won't buy that, that dress, I won't go as, to that bigger meal, etc. or have that bigger meal. And I'm going to give that to the work of God so that the gospel can be proclaimed. We put God first in our life, which is what the scripture is about. And, and so I want to ask you today, would you give in order that others would have faith? Lent is coming in just a couple of weeks up the road. Many people, many people, thousands of people have said to us, how did you find us? How did we connect with you? Well, we went searching. We spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to throw the message out so that people could find us, to put the message in their path. And many people did. You know? and, and then people have contributed in such a way that we're going to be able to do it again. When you contribute today, know that you're going to contribute to us being able to throw the message out and to people that God's perfect timing is for them. I can't do this without you. That's why we're here every day, to proclaim Christ, bring people closer to Christ, and to help people live great lives in Christ where they are. So would you go to this address on the screen or go to the Give tab? This is really important, everybody. The gospel saves lives. And I'm asking you to make it a priority to give significantly, uh, to give sacredly, and to give sacrificially so that God would be glorified and that people would have deep relationship with him. Loving Father, I thank you today that you love us. I pray, Lord God, that as people go now to the Give tab or to this address on the screen, that, Lord God, they would experience your presence and their presence, your Holy Spirit surrounding them. And maybe for the first time in their life, they experience that, that as they give, knowing that it will change 
lives. Father, for your glory. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you all, everybody. Thank you for being with us. See you next time. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.